0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified qualified West Side host Steve lucky Luciano. Indeed, it's a beautiful afternoon at the Mayfair Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Welcome to the greatest show on Earth. On my left, my co-host
1: is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, elegant barbarian, Southern Californian, here to make your earbuds bleed again. I'll bring More paint to the sunrise. Getting braided up as my pain dries. The blood yeah. falls from the red sky. My lady singing that war cry. We'll break them up like mannequins. About Looking Look in the eyes, they panicking. Got draped up
0: in a barrel Yeah. Ice.
1: Indians, we savages. What?
0: i breaking it's shit right now.
1: Yeah. 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 I love that. i
0: talking about, man.
1: That. My we
0: That's that. like my yeah. anthem, yeah. too, kind of. You know?
1: You know? Yeah, yeah do it is. You do You did your fucking DNA shit. What did it come back at?
0: like 13% Native American.
1: man. We get you in a roll, bro. I'm get you sorry a we have no hair. Dude, you, that's exactly why we don't have right. hair. Speaking of no hair, that's why we, that's why we're able to donate manscaped, right? Manscaped.com our sponsor, guys who uh, help men groom below the belt. Uh Lucky 20, 20% off, free shipping for everybody who needs to trim that fucking bush that's down below. That's why balls should, will be thanking you. Right. You got ball deodorant. they got they got uh aftershave for your balls, they got uh fucking State-of-the-art trimming. State-of-the-art under LED lighting. Right. Manskip.com. The reason why she's not sucking your dick is because you got too much hair. All right? That's what Manskip's here to say. Too much hair. It's getting in her eye.
0: Mow that down.
1: Mow it down. In fact, it's called the lawn mower. is what it's called. Yep. All right. Anyway, uh, enough it's of that. It's a
0: two-stroke for the long stroke, so you don't have a stroke. <laughs> uh,
1: and, and as Lepke said, when you're on meth, you be pulling and uh, you're going to have to shave before you get to there because you don't want to rip out. You don't want to have some kind of uh, accident. You don't want to hurt yourself or you hurt, hurt anybody wanna, else. No, you want to be in the free and clear. All right. So anyway, that's manscaped.com. They probably never thought of the meth angle, but uh, that's what we do here at the Hard Luck Show. We bring Promo
0: code lucky 20. 20. Lucky 20.
1: All right, real quick. We just got some new entries into the photo contest. Yes. Estevan Oreo, master of LA photography, is going to crown the new prince or princess. Because mm-hmm. guess what? That's right. Some of the people that are have been applying are women. Are women, yeah. And I got to say, I mean, I'm not trying to say anything against the dudes. Uh huh. But the women photographers are fucking. Look
0: out, you guys! You better be. You better be strapped up and ready to go because these women are not fucking around.
1: Right. I mean, this. They got the eye. They I, do. And you know what? Estevan kind of, he likes, you know what I mean? He's not, he kind of enjoys the, you know, having mm-hmm, a, a, mm-hmm. a woman around. You know what I mean? He loves so they
0: already got a little bit of an advantage. Right. A little bit of uh, leverage, you know?
1: Either that or you're scared. Uh-huh. Either that or you're scared mm-hmm. to go up. And you know what? If you ain't willing to take risks, it ain't going to happen for you. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah.
0: You got no business even listening to the show if you don't like taking risks.
1: Right. You better just go into your little cubicle and hide up with some mounds or some almond Mm -hmm. joys. There you go. Mm -hmm. And just suck on your big sugar boob and just lay there and talk tough to your friends online. And let
0: life pass you by. Yep. 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 Getting
1: older. Yep. Getting older. All right. So uh, that's more fun for us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now we got the gym show coming up. And it's going to be everything Steve and I do in the gym. A little bit from Blue Eyes, but uh, Blue Eyes more of a runner guy.
0: I believe uh, Lepke be, may be making an appearance uh, to discuss some heavy lifting.
1: On the and, gym show?
0: On the gym show. And I believe uh, my son, Vincent, the specimen, I think he's coming on to talk about some diet and some routine stuff as
1: well. Dude, if your son comes on the show... Right? We're gonna all oh, yeah. have to up our game a little bit. Yeah,
0: because that dude is fucking not
1: only is he young, but well, that fuck is ripped. Did you see his biceps? Have you seen you know yeah, what's crazy? Well, I can't go like an
0: overcooked meatball in there.
1: Dude And you're like one of the proudest dads I've ever I seen. Am. I, every time I watch, he's like, take a look at this. No, look at this. <laughs> look at this. And there's a giant, it's like a picture of Vincent when he's making his fucking he's got his most beautiful or best body pose or whatever. And that's fucking <laughs> Biceps are crazy.
0: Listen, man, I might have handed down some not so good things to my son. Uh, But one thing I'm proud of is that I handed down working out.
1: I think that there's probably at least about 100, maybe 1,200... Vials like for an ordinary man of testosterone in each bicep on 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 his own. Yeah. Yeah. He could start supplying. It was growing a beard. He flexed it. It had so much testosterone. (laughs) A beard came out of his fucking bicep. right so anyway, look out for the gym Gym show show coming up. Wonderland Murders.
0: Wonderland Murders. Four on the floor.
1: That might actually have to be like maybe one or two shows.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be uh get ready, you guys. That's a big show.
1: Uh, we got a Zapatista show coming up. Zapatista Subcomandante Marcos.
0: Shout out to Subcommander Marcos. Hey,
1: Vile One was just on, and he was like, he wants to come with us. And we're, we're organizing. We may. It's in the works to organize a trip down to Chiapas, and we're going to do a fucking show straight out of the goddamn jungle. That's like, we're right. going to get real weird Real crazy. Freedom Fighter show. We might come back with, like, sharpened teeth, like, points or something like that. Right?
0: Mask and pipes.
1: Yeah. We're mm-hmm. not fucking around with anybody anymore. And then we got... Um, uh, I don't even know if we should tell him. about it. I don't fucking, I, I don't know. I don't think we should tell them about this one. Come on, <laughs> come on, bro. Are you you got to get ready? him a little bit pumped up. No, you think they're ready for this?
0: Come the on. The
1: Esteban Oreo sauna show?
0: Man, they are not ready for <laughs> that, bro.
1: Right, we're going to bring you, listen, Esteban <laughs> Oreo, we're going to do like a real sweat. A we're real gonna do, sweat. We're going to do a full show from, from his
0: home. From his home, his home sauna.
1: From his home sauna, right?
0: Mm-hmm. He had that built. In his
1: home Right And we're actually Blue Eyes right now Is drawing up blue, uh, uh, Blueprints For specifications To figure out Like how we can get the wires Past the hot rocks Exactly How we're gonna do all that And it ain't gonna be No pussy shit on that
0: Oh no And you know that It's the hot dry sauna Into the ice bath plunge
1: Right but like, I don't want any punking out. Like, I don't oh, want no. people like I, is Lepke going to try to because if Lepke comes, that's cool. But if he brings Schmidt, Schmitty better. Oh,
0: no, no. Schmidty's not allowed in this. I this is this is this is heavy duty shit right here. All
1: right. So, you know, what we could do is I could have Schmitty like hold the towels. towels
0: yeah. Yeah. Schmitty. Can and hold water. The towels. Yeah. Right. Even water boy.
1: Right. OK. Well, I don't want him. But he can't look at me.
0: But He's we crazy. are going to do the things that are talked about in sauna.
1: Oh, come on.
0: There's going to be a microphone in there for this show.
1: Oh, come on and you know what if somebody passes out that's on them it's on the show we're yeah. leaving it in we're not somebody
0: cramps up real bad that's on the show too hey
1: dude listen sometimes when you do a real hamstring workout <laughs> you get a cramp i'm sorry your head goes scanners oh bro. man i can't wait to talk to vince about that because oh man
0: like, that was scanners that's that all real. i got to say that was real that was real bro was you real. were standing there talking to me in the next thing i knew i was wearing in a a suit. Suit. you're breakdancing <laughs> on the
1: floor marble floor (laughs) we were talking about wind scorpions and then all of a sudden because listen i go in i do seated i do lay down i do deadlifts i mean i burn out i spend probably one hour just on the hamstring it's a big muscle right if you really want good thick legs you gotta put so anyway i did all that then when i drive up from oc i'm sitting on it for like two hours Right. Did they get up here? And I'm like sitting down, and I stood up, and I'm telling you, boy, it was like somebody you went down. hit me with a cattle problem yeah, right bro. in the, you right went in the down. spine, dude. All right. And then, uh, let's scanners.
0: See. You went down like scanners. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Okay. And then also we're we're coming from the Mayfair. Right now we're in the lounge area. They've allowed us to come into the lounge area. Yes. And they're my a beautiful act- hotel. We it's, love the Mayfair hotel. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's like artistic all over.
0: It is. Art Museum. It's an art hotel.
1: And don't forget T shirts twenty five bucks.
0: Plus shipping and handling. Yep. Get your hard luck, your hard father t shirt, you guys. Come on. They're going quick. I think we only got about 30, 40 left.
1: That's all we got left. And then that's and not We even made much.
0: 150 of them. Yes. And we're blowing out. So there's probably another week's left. So get your order in.
1: Yep. And hit me up on Venmo at Chumahan. There you go. At Chumahan. Don't act like there's another Chumahan. There's just one Chumahan. Don't okay. go crazy. You'll see me. I'll be wearing a suit and have my, oh, if you need legal services, don't. Ovando oh, Bowen, I take pre-workout before every court case, so don't you worry. i will been fucking, ain't gonna be. It's not gonna be any. Uh, I don't. I'm. I know some of you guys out there have had those attorneys that are like lazy. They don't return your call. You're trying to figure out what's going on with your case, and they give you the runaround. Have you, Steve? Have you ever had an attorney give you the runaround?
0: Mm, maybe once or twice. Um. Huh? Yeah, and mm-hmm. like when you
1: call him up and you can kind of tell,
0: Man. like,
1: I was in meetings all day. Let me tell you guys. That's why
0: I fuck with you. Yeah. That's why you're my attorney, <laughs> bro. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you guys right now. Those those attorneys, unless you're Johnny Cochran, mm-hmm. like unless you're that level, in mm-hmm. which case you probably can't afford them, that guy's right. not in meetings right. all day. Guaranteed. You
0: guys, Tumon, to me, you're the greatest attorney in the world. Thank you. There's nobody me. can touch you, you bro. You know why?
1: Because not only do I return calls, but I tell you the truth. And
0: okay? you're a fucking shark.
1: I tell you the truth. I tell you, it ain't worth it. I've had to turn away business. I'm not kidding. I've told people, I like, go, listen, there, you go next door, that attorney's going to take your 5000 bucks. Go ahead. Yeah. But I promise you, you're going to wind up in the same exact situation you're in right now because it ain't going to work. Because it's you're going to catch them
0: at the neighborhood bar having a scotch and a steak <laughs> and doing nothing about your case.
1: There's only so many maneuvers in the law. Dude. Anyway, that's a different story.
0: Okay. A big shout out to Supermax Hardware. They're one of our sponsors as well. Yep. <clears throat>
1: when is that stuff dropping or how's that We've going? We've
0: got about eight weeks. Listen, you can't rush. Most people make everything in China, Indonesia, or, you know, Taiwan. All of our goods are made in Los Angeles. From Our labels, our hats, our T-shirts, our sweatshirts are all cut and sewn in Los Angeles. This is a real L.A. brand. So you can't rush perfection. And we're doing this here. Made in America. Made in Los Angeles by Los Angeles vendors. We're about eight weeks away.
1: Right. Hold on a second. I'm getting a hot sign. Yeah. What do you got to do? Yeah,
0: yeah, go ahead, man. So uh, yeah, so anyways, that's a real LA LA brand, LA head to toe, dude. All a- right,
1: so six to eight weeks, you said? Or- yes, sir.
0: Oh, yes, man. sir. Keep you posted. You'll be you're going to be one of my models.
1: Yeah, but is this going to? I mean, uh, tell me a little bit about the backstory of Supermax. A little bit. Supermax
0: was just uh, it was original. It's one of the first streetwear brands out of Los Angeles. It was on Melrose. Avenue. I did it with on Oreo and Mister Cartoon. We had a shop on right. Melrose in 1992,
1: and uh, and that's I, the one where in in episode one or two. Mr. Cartoon beat the shit out of Fox. Mark Fox, the Mark original, Fox yes, the original financier. You, you actually felt bad for the guy that you fucking
0: look for his keys and picked <laughs> up his wallet and all his shit that Cartoon knocked out of his hey, head. Hey, are we
1: ever gonna have Zerga on the show?
0: We're gonna get to Zerga. Yes, we will.
1: I love that story about him like busting up the Black Marble and then. Crying oh yeah, up. we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna get Zurga.
0: I'm gonna search him out with that one. We'll get him.
1: Yeah, and then uh, okay, so that's Supermax, and so that brand your brand is right bringing it back
0: about uh 70 years ago the hundreds approached me and they wanted to do a collaboration and put out a few pieces right you know all the artwork was originally done by mr cartoon so we did a collaboration and it blew out and uh, i've always wanted to relaunch the brand again people have been I get I get people every day asking me when Supermax is going to be relaunched. When are you going to bring that brand back? So we redigitalized digitalized all the art. We created new art. I hired on a bunch of new artists, and we're bringing that line back out. It's coming strong. So keep an all eye the out. The
2: original yeah. players. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking, you guys, this is LA ass, history, man. This is the real fucking shit. People from another country. That no, man. This and trying is to
0: read. this is owned by the homies. Made by the homies. Warm LA, worn everything. By the home. Yes. This is, right. this is a true, true, true blue LA brand.
1: All right. Uh, big shout out to St. James Sense. Uh, listen, guys, you want to stop stinking? You want to bring your girl close? You want to fucking bring your guy close? Whatever it is, we don't care. We don't fucking care. Point is, is St. James Sense, uh, I'm a big fan of their big, big. big yeah, uh, St. James Scents. Yeah. Instagram, St. James Sense.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And I uh, want to thank them. They've Great been nothing stuff. but uh, supportive of the show. Shit, did we go? How did we get this many fucking things, Steve?
0: I don't know why. What else you got on there?
1: I don't know. We got a million different things. But the thing is, it's like we started like I don't know when we started last year, late last year, and now we got a bunch of fucking sponsors and hangers-ons and all this shit. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. A lot,
0: people, gotta, a lot of people we got a lot of people been looking out for
1: us. That's true. So we have
0: a lot of people we need to look out for because that's how we do it over here. Yeah. Speaking
1: of people looking out, I got to tell you, uh, uh, my wife.
0: She got mad at something,
1: <laughs> but you haven't told me. I like, wait, wait, wait,
0: for the show. I, I
1: wasn't you. gonna tell you, dude.
0: What's she mad about?
1: She listened to the Conchetta show.
0: Yes. It's a and great show, by the way.
1: It's an excellent show. If you want to learn how to fucking rip off Costco for like hundred fifty thousand dollars for your yeah. meth habit, yeah, yeah, but you're already she's a gangster. gangster. She, she is a gangster. gangster. Yeah, she's like part gangster, part Terminator because she won't yeah. die. She right. should have died a million times. Right? Won't it? Won't happen? Yeah. She'll live. Driving fly. off
0: cliffs, all she, sorts of shit. She'll she's gonna die.
1: outlive me. The thing is, is my wife was listening to it, and in the beginning, in the beginning, uh, the we have that little part where, because if people don't know, where's old Blue Eyes?
0: Right. Blue Eyes is in um, Tehachapi, California, <laughs> <laughs> and he's not locked up. Okay, but he is kind of locked, locked, locked up. He's worse locked up. Locked up, right? 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 Yeah, I mean, at least he's not you're... in California State Prison uh, of Tehachapi, but he is actually in the city of Bumpuck Tehachapi.
1: Right. He's not in California State Prison, but he is in Cal- He's in prison in California <laughs> State. The, yeah,
0: yeah right? in the state of California. Right
1: because at least in the
0: state of marriage
1: (laughs) yeah exactly because I mean at least if you're in prison you do there's some times that you have a little bit of control of what you're gonna do in your own cell like yeah 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 yeah. this guy's got nothing like that No, there is no freedom no dude I went over to his house he's got years scratched on his wall (laughs) with like a and uh, so anyway my wife listened to how you and I were like like a
0: Hebrew slave (laughs) that guy (laughs) yeah
1: he's like he is yeah he's he's like he's got he's he's like multitasking because he's got to do he's got to watch the kids because the ss
0: might come in and just shoot him in the head yeah
1: exactly (laughs) because his wife's in india for the second time within Mm -hmm. like four months yeah she's there for like three weeks
0: we gotta get to the bottom of that
1: doing yoga
0: it's crazy so what what was your wife because we're gonna get into that later, Sean. But yeah. what was your wife
1: upset about the concerto show? Okay, so she listens to it. So in the show, you and I are like, "Hey, man, like we, Sean needs to fucking straighten up, pull his pants up, and start." Oh, fucking. right, 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 right. right? Yeah. So my wife sends to me. She goes, "You know, that was a little sexist what you guys were saying on there." And I go, "What?" She's like, yeah, that was a little sexist. She's like, I kind of expect it from Steve because he's kind of like that guy or whatever. (laughs) Listen, she's like, but from you. (laughs) She goes, but from you, you know, you're not, you know, you're a little bit younger, da, da, da. You got a daughter and blah, 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 blah. And I say, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh yeah i said listen let me tell you something first of all it wasn't sexist what we were saying actually Mm -hmm. if you really want to get if you really want to be real you could sit here and get on your little fucking oprah soapbox and Mm -hmm. talk your shit but if you want to get real that was not sexist because what steve and i were really saying was he just needs to stand up for himself right it was about
0: him being assertive it was all and that shit about stand up and act like a man right that was at him right she needs to clean the floor, and you we need to run say the show. Any of Nothing of that. Like we that. didn't no. say any of that because no.
1: we knew that that was just too tall of an order. Right, 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 that right, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the only reason.
1: <laughs> but he had to stand up for himself. So I told her, I go, it wasn't sexist. It was really on him. And she's like, yeah. And he pulls his pants up, and then he says what? And then he says what? <laughs> and then he says what? She's holding my daughter at right there. She's <laughs> shaking her head at me
0: too. I think and I said he, something like, we know who wears the pants in that, yeah, that yeah,
1: fucking house, yeah, yeah. right? So I go, I go, she goes, and when he says what that that his wife doesn't have a right to go to India? Huh? His wife doesn't have a right to go to India? And I said, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I mm-hmm. go, if Shawn, if the shoe was on the other foot, right. if Sean was leaving the country there? to India and leaving, the, leaving his wife with the kid, you would be sitting here right now telling me about how fucked up that is. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Am yeah. I wrong? Did she try and deny that? No, she didn't. Okay, good. She didn't try to deny that. Right. And she's like, look, she goes, all I'm saying, and I told her, I go, look, I'm gonna put this on a fucking air. She's like, well, you better tell the right thing. And I'm like, I am telling the right thing. If you're listening to this right now, I am telling her. Did right you thing. tell
0: your wife? Why don't you try this? Why don't you try and walk out that door and hand me the kid and tell me you're going in and let's see what happens. <laughs> she wouldn't do it. She wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah.
1: She won't let me walk out the door with the kid. She's like, I'm gonna watch that kid like a hawk. She yeah. doesn't want anything yeah. to happen. Anyway, so I said, listen, if the shoes on the underfoot, you'd be pissed off that he was leaving all the time. So don't all give right. me that shit. She's, that's fine. She's, you're right. But she said, really what I want you to understand is is that I'm a Latina and I have to I have to I have to deal with sometimes and some of my girlfriends still have to deal with macho dudes. Yeah. So they might they're listening to you guys say all that shit. They might not fully understand what you're saying, and they they think you're co-signing that a man runs the thing and a man runs it. And I looked at her, and said, "A man does run the thing." No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I told her, I said, "Listen, I'll explain that part. I am gonna talk about how you got mad, but I am gonna explain that part. But but in reality, we weren't saying that about Sean. We were just saying like, hey." Sean needs to assert himself. Right. And I talked to Blue Eyes about it. I was like, "Hey, Blue Eyes, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, <was> like <laughs> I talked to Blue Eyes about it. I was like, I was like, I forgot that Stephen. I said that. You know, did that make you mad? He's like, Oh no, I laughed. Oh <laughs> no, it was okay. No, it was okay.
0: <laughs> Go, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> was like, I mean, it wasn't me. Saying it.
1: <laughs>
0: I can't stop you guys. Hey,
1: listen, it's my hands right. are tied. I'm in Vacaville. What can yeah, I, I
0: do? Yeah, I'm in Vacaville.
1: So anyway, the bottom line is that when you get down to the bottom of it is that Sean's got to assert himself, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? His wife's coming home tonight. He's picking her up at the airport tonight.
0: Oh, finally. Yeah. Oh, maybe we'll have him in for the next show.
1: I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah.
0: But something could be going on in India and she needs to fly out. So let's I us keep know. our fingers crossed. Somehow
1: the coronavirus has shut down everything except his except wife going to, to India. India you figured that out. Like the
0: coronavirus, ever, actually, maybe that'll keep them home. Maybe keep her home.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. You know. Somehow, she's not afraid of coronavirus. She's more afraid of staying home with Sean and the kid than the mm. coronavirus.
2: Oh, <laughs> I
0: don't know, you should have said that! <laughs> wow. Oh boy. Okay. Uh,
1: I mean, listen. It,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that crazy? Yeah, yeah. no. It is. It is crazy. Huh. Uh, anyways, uh, you, know, Dude, what, you got know what? Our listeners me. out there, say a prayer for our boy Sean. Yeah,
1: tell old Blue Eyes, uh, you know, maybe, um, I don't know, maybe we should do a manscape prayer where you pray for his balls to fill up with testosterone yes. and finally fucking say, hey, no. the show is blowing up. We got sponsors. I got to be on top of it. I can't be taking off all the time. This is the meal ticket. <sighs> he needs
0: to pull up his pants and fasten his belt.
1: Because um, the other thing I was, noticed, I don't know if you listened, did you listen to The Vile Show?
0: Yes. What did you Absolutely. think of that show? Uh, I thought the show was great. There was a part where we clearly said we were breaking. This right. This is a great time for a break. Right. And the show kept on rolling, and right. we were still recording. <laughs> and we recorded for like five to seven minutes yeah. that we weren't supposed to be recording.
1: Right. It was just us talking behind the scenes. Behind business, the scenes of what was going to come up
0: next, what we thought, which, you know, no big deal because- we're not out there saying shit bad about anybody.
1: But it's kind of like unprofessional.
0: Unprofessional. And right. my opinion.
1: Yeah, do it. Come on. My
0: man didn't listen to the show.
1: Somehow Sean missed it. He didn't that. listen
0: to the whole show. He listened to a certain part of it and he got to part of it and got like, he, somehow he missed that.
1: Right. And you know what's crazy about that is it's like. And
0: by the way, that's not going to work.
1: Yeah, that doesn't work. Okay. Right. He's the sound guy. That's right. He's the sound, sound engineer,
0: guy. man. That guy edits shows.
1: Right. I mean, if need be. He's not even here to run the board. Right?
0: So you better be doing an, a double, triple good job.
1: And you know he's going to be mad that I, he's, going, he's not, he's not going to have the balls to go against Houston. He's going to be mad at me. He's going to be like, listen, man, that's fucked up. How many times are you going to bring that up? You, yeah, da, da, da. yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You stop doing shit and we'll stop bringing it up. Right. That's the answer.
1: I don't get it. I listen to other podcasts; they're not halfway as interesting as ours, and yet they don't have those kind of fuck ups.
0: You're gonna have to toughen that guy up, man.
1: You know what, dude? We have to tell wasted
0: him, like, fucking eight fucking aprons <laughs> on this fucking guy. Yeah.
1: Listen one more time. That show's not edited right in the oven. You, you go, go head, head first. first. All, right. All right. All right. All right. So, so, so should I turn oh, yeah. this over to you? Because you had a kind of a you got a big show that you kind of prepared, and I don't know how you well. run it
0: okay so welcome to the hard luck show ladies and gentlemen
1: like if you didn't know this is the hard luck show if
0: you didn't know you know man uh i have i have a a a very close homeboy of mine he's from my neighborhood man and we you know we spent a lot of time together he's he's my tight and we were talking man and you know he has a son that's about the same age as my son. They actually know each other.
1: What what age is that?
0: This is 25, 26. Okay? Got, it, got it. And me, and my homeboy, we both kind of went in and out of prison um, when these young men were uh, were growing up. Right. You know,
1: like formative years.
0: Yeah, very formative years, and just you know, uh, you know, and even even when they were younger away, but then in their formative years, we weren't really we're there but not really there in for different reasons you know um but incarceration and me and him were talking about it and he kind of like stroke up the idea that man you know this is stuff that's not talked about and kind of pitched on how maybe that's some dialogue that needs to be discussed long story short we decided that we needed to, man. This is a huge, huge problem going on in the world. But a really, really large problem going on in the United States. And th- and what I'm getting at, listeners, is there's a lot of fathers that are going off to prison. And a lot of sons being left behind to figure things out on their own.
1: That's got to impact them somehow.
0: To be raised by their mothers. Right. Or not. Right. But not to have a male figure, a father there, and leaving them their, their own devices to try and figure out what a man is, how to show up, where's my dad, and on the flip side of that, you know, yeah, whether you want to say, you know, that the person going to prison put themselves in that position, and you know, that whatever it might be, there's still a back end of that of trying to father and parent from prison. Seeing your kids in visiting rooms. Wait,
1: hold on. Is that positive? Is that possible? Can you father from? You
0: can't. I mean, but you you can't. But you're gonna try and like have a talk on the kid with your phone. Hey, make sure you do this. Don't do that. Don't give your mother a hard time. Listen to your mom. You like you listen to your grandmother. Whatever it might be, you're trying to wrap all this parenting verbiage into like a visit or a phone call. That's 15 minutes long. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. But there's a lot of struggles that go on. At least that me and my homeboy identified from there's a lot of guilt behind it there's a lot of shame behind it there's a lot of trying to make up for it and over um uh overcompensate when you do get out there and there's just like That's there's two sides to it man and you know i've i've had this conversation with my son and we've had some dialogue about it and my own boy said that he had had some dialogue with his son about it. But we've never really aired it out and listened to the effects of it on our son. And the fathers sit there and listen and hear what those are. What are the challenges for some of these young men? Because there's young men that are going to go through this. Yeah. There's young men that are going through this right now. Yeah. And there's young men that have went through it. And there's fathers along the way the whole time.
1: Okay, but hold on a second. Like, <clears throat> this is the hard luck show. Yes, and you got me as a co host, yes, sir. All right, and you know, I mean, we the shows that we've already done, even with Conchetta, right? Like, mm-hmm. how deep do we go into parenting? Very deep, all right. There. So, are we committed to really airing it out? Like, is this going to be a filtered conversation?
0: No, this isn't filtered at all,
1: okay? Well, so then let's why don't we bring in your homeboy first? Okay, you want to introduce? Your homeboy, he yeah, got us.
0: Let's bring in my homeboy Armando. Let's welcome Armando to the show.
1: All right, hold on. Let's. It's this one. There
3: he is. Yeah, guys.
0: Get right up on that, man.
3: What's up? What's up? Yeah, Mondo. There you go, Mondo, aka Cranky. Yeah, yeah, that dude my when boy
0: I- from the city on the west.
1: When I asked Cranky, I'm like, hey, what do you want to be introduced on, dude? He had, like, there was no hesitation. It was this. And if yeah. you don't know what this is, I ain't going to explain it to you.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's
3: what it is. Ain't no love in the heart of the city. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We've been through it. We've been through a lot of things, you know. This is one of my solid, righteous
3: homies right here. So. Hey,
1: I, so, listen, we had a lot of people in here with different names. How do you get a name like Cranky? How did you get Cranky?
3: Man, growing up, being from a gang um you know i was grouchy motherfucker. <laughs> I was um and then i wanted to be unique i mean everybody else had names like uh names that were taken already so i'm a, i've always been a unique individual man so i just had to come up with a different name man and cranky it'd be all right i like that. yeah yeah it's a lot. grouchy
0: bro this dude be grouchy bro it's a lot
3: to live i mean because i
1: was i had loved
3: that and ever since
1: i since i was i met you and was introduced to you i'm like man cranky that's a good because that name precedes you <laughs> right like when someone's like hey cranky's coming you already you kind of already
2: got a message
1: like you kind of already understand hey, it's probably not gonna be good <laughs> right? or
0: it's gonna be real good yeah exactly. yeah one of the two
1: yeah exactly cranky's coming so um all right so so cranks how did you what made you think of the show this this show the father-son show
3: man uh i just see a lot of things that are going on today man um i see a lot of friends and a lot of uh there's people out there that I, I know that are out in the street man because of drug use and different stuff and um they got kids man and, and i feel i feel i, I feel it man because I, I have kids i have four kids and um they're not part of their lives man and it's kind of sad man it's not their kids fault you know
1: right was was, it, was was your dad a part of your life
3: he was a part of my life you know and uh I come from a, a mother and father, you know. They they, they we were we we're together. I got two sisters and I got a brother, and um, my dad was he, he was a good man, you know. He's a he he worked hard. He see he, he provided for us, yeah. And he did the best he could, man. And uh, you know, I love him to death, you know. But there was other stuff that uh that uh he wasn't really a part of. Like I couldn't talk to my father, you know. Why not? Because my father comes from a place where you can't say certain things because it's a, uh, yeah, it's not cool or it's your fault, and it's just that mentality they had, you know. I couldn't sit there and tell him, "Hey, Dad, I got problems, man. Uh, this was going on, man." And um,
1: so I what said, happens when you can't talk to your dad? Like, what do you do? Like, so what?
3: This is what happened with me, man. I was a young kid, uh, and I was full of anger and full of different stuff that was going on in my household too, you know. Uh, uh, I couldn't. Just angry at the world, man, and that's that's probably part part of how my name came up, cranky. You know, what I mean, I was angry at everything, and, and I used to see different stuff going on. You know that that wasn't cool. You know, I'm not talking bad bad about my father. You know, he was a good dude, man. He worked hard for us. He he provided for us, but there was alcoholism involved and other stuff that's you know played a big part in our, in my life that that goes on today to this day.
1: You know what, man? I'm gonna say something, and <clears throat> I want to set this right now for for this show. And that's this. Um, we hear that a lot, including myself, right? Like, when we're starting to talk about a real childhood, not a generalized childhood, not a, you know, one that you want it to be sound, respectful, and this, that, the other thing. But, like, when you got, get honest, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes it feels like you're saying bad things about a parent. And, and, and it's weird because when you come from a fucked up household, to a certain extent, you got a lot of loyalty still. You know what I mean? Like, you still a little bit like, are like, man, I'm not gonna, I got loyalty to this person that beat me. I got loyalty to this person, whatever. And so I feel a little uncomfortable letting it out because I don't want people to think that I don't respect or love or on some level hold this person up. So what I want to say is, is that when we're discussing these things and we're being honest and we're being real, I want us to let go of that because it's just understood. Right? We, it's it's understood. Steve, even, like, with your dad, my dad, I mean, I'll, I'll just say my dad. Like, my dad had some real bad aspects to him. Like, real bad. I mean, real bad. Like, like hit me in the face when I'm in elementary school, make my nose bleed.
3: That, that went on in my house. It, 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 that was part of it. And, uh, but today, I he was raised that way, you know what I mean? So he, that's what he knew, you know what I mean? Mm. So... I, I,
1: I, you know, i'll I be honest with you i understand that point of view and steve's been here when i've said this but i'm like i think everybody knows on a certain level yeah some people were raised real tough but i think everybody knows that there's a, a line and you do cross it a little bit when you i don't know what your dad was like but my dad like sometimes it was a normal punishment and then sometimes he crossed the line and you just felt it
3: it, it wasn't uh i could honestly say sit here and say that uh he tried to do his best as a father, man. And what he knew he was raised that way. He was brought up that way. You know, he was, they were tough on him. So I guess it was just tough love. Mm. But, um, I knew that that wasn't going to work for my, for my kids, you know? So, uh, how'd you know that? Because it didn't work for me, man. <laughs> that's how I knew all it did was create anger inside of me. Mm.
1: Steve, mm. what about you? Was that your situation?
3: I, I, I agree. I
0: agree. 1000% with him. Um, I said this to somebody recently. I got I understood very early on not to bother my dad, not to ask him certain shit, just to stay out of his fucking way. This is his show and I'm just the kid and I better right. put my that. I understood that very early on. I could not communicate with my father. Now and the and the hitting and the, and, the, and all the shit that was going on. No, man. I I was such I was so scared of my father. You know, I talked about pissing in my pants every time my dad walked by me, like really pissing in my pants. Right. I just remember that, and I didn't want my kids to experience that. Listen, my kids probably, I'm not going to speak. My son's going to be in the room. But um, I, one thing, like physical violence, like scared that I was going to hit my kids, I didn't want my kids ever to, be, to fear me like that, man, because it does nothing. And, um, and I also wanted to try and create a world where my kids could communicate with me you know like i try I, I wouldn't my dad forgot what it was like to be a kid he didn't know about you know like he forgot that but i always try to remember what it was like to be a kid man with my kids like remember man they're just kids you know what i mean does that yeah, make sense what I'm yeah, saying? No, well, i, I wanted to have that door open and i and i and i, and I get when he when you're talking cranky i get uh exactly where you're at with it brother
3: one thing too I'm, I'm I'm gonna be honest too man some of the shit i did deserve to get get checked for you know what i mean get it so up. tell me so tell me one that you deserved let's let's
1: be real let's just fucking cut the shit and get down to it what which um, one
3: where you're like i deserved that i'm gonna just tell you one one of the things that ha- yeah that i remember of uh, and, it, and it's uh, i still remember to this day uh one time i broke uh, uh my dad beat me up so bad well he didn't beat me up bad he used to, he used to hit with me with the belt. Uh, you know he used to leave me uh, pretty like good good size marks on me you know and um after he did that i broke the front window of my apartment man in the kitchen, out of anger, you know, and he grabbed me, man, and he beat me up again, and he made me sleep all night by the <laughs> by the window, man. And, and that was yeah. about. I was a young kid, man. How like, old were you? About maybe ten. Yeah. You know, right.
1: So, 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 it yeah. kind of like what you're saying, though. Like, this is what I want to kind of get at. Like i kind of think like sleeping by the window makes sense i don't know about the belt part of it what you did or didn't do but I, that that kind well, of to a certain extent for a 10 year old boy i guess nobody would do that now because they'd be afraid somebody would just reach <laughs> in and grab you and fucking run off with well, you but it was then, a
3: different time well back then it was kind of kind of rough too when yeah where i grew yeah. up uh, yeah lucky could tell you uh, yeah. um i was scared There was shootings going on there was a uh, gangbanging was at uh, was at an all-time high at the time and uh There was a lot of stuff going on in my neighborhood. That's when Crackbird hit the streets and um, everybody was going crazy.
1: The reason why I want to bring this up, too, is because I want to make the point. Like, this is what I want to say. Like, I sit here and I listen to people say, like, well, that's how my dad was raised. That's what he knew. He did the best he could. Now, you, Cranks, you, Steve, were raised in a similar thing. You could have and you didn't so why <clears throat> so so my point is is i think it is possible for somebody to remember yeah. what it was like when they were the kid and say you know what i'm not going to do that exactly
0: i i gotta say like uh i know and i'm gonna speak on my my father came from a different country, was born and raised in a different country yep and he had it a thousand times worse than me and poor and the shit that was going on. So he's coming to this country trying to deal with a kid in America and deal with these things. And he was brought up different. And I I think that whatever happened in my dad, he must have thought some of that worked. And that was how you parent. And I think I I say that he did the best. I, I say that shit. And it's like because a part of me kind of lets him off the hook because I do believe that. I don't know what it was like. You know, when he was growing up, not in the United States and this what he was handed down. And I but I do know that it was like the the shit he got handed as a kid was way worse than what I got handed.
2: Right.
1: So Um, it's like on some level, maybe he made an incremental positive movement.
0: Some I'm sure. But, um, you know, uh, all all I can say is kind of like what Crank said is that. I would, I didn't want anybody to, I would never want my children to go through the type of shit I went through. I don't, that shit is like, I don't, I don't want my kids to live that horror.
1: All right. So this is what I'll say to to, to your guys' story, which is <clears throat> one that's understandable. Now, my dad, his parents weren't like that. Like his parents were married and they were, they didn't drink. They were teetoters. That's what they called them back then. And he, he, they didn't drink. So he was raised in a stable house. Now, maybe there was some secret shit that I don't know was going on. Somebody was fucking somebody that they weren't supposed to be. Like, I don't know. Uh, but whatever it was, he wasn't. Ra- I was raised in a worse situation than, than he was. was That's crazy. And he had an anger in him that I'll never un- fully actually understand, really. Right? Like, I won't. And so, like,
3: um, when we talk about belts, I got the belt all the time. I used to get. Hit it with the bell. I used to get dump, dumped in cold water. Uh, my dad used to, for
1: no reason, he, he, he was trying to tell me. My dad was standing in the kitchen. And I'm telling you, this was in the yellow house. So I'm telling you, I'm like five or six. And he was six foot, 350 pounds. And he'd pull his fist back and he'd go, walk by me. <laughs> and I'd look at him and I'd be like, what?
2: Like, walk. <laughs> like, what? Yeah,
1: I'm like, just minding my own. What kind mind. of game is this we're about yeah, to play? Yeah, he's like, walk by me right now. I might punch you. I might not.
2: Yeah, right, and he was trying game, to yeah. like I
1: think toughen me up. Yeah. So that like in my mind, I was like, maybe the smart move is to say no, because maybe a smart motherfucker doesn't play a game like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, no, nah, I ain't gonna walk
2: by
3: you. Here's another situation. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I used to, him I, off.
3: I used to get I used to get hit a lot too because I used to jump in front of my my my, my dad when he was. Uh, doing when he was beating up on my mom and stuff. Oh. At me. He was coming home drunk, you know, and, and acting a fool. Yeah. Even one time, I uh, the SWAT team ended up getting called, and I got neighbors that would tell you that man. I, I was about nine, ten, and uh, my dad was so drunk. and I don't know what else he was probably. on um, He put a shotgun to my head, and he had the whole SWAT team around the, the his van surrounded, and one of his brothers had to come and talk him out of it, and he he ended up going to jail.
1: How old were you on that time?
3: I was about nine, probably. Or, what do you or think of th- younger than that and uh, I still remember that to, clearly to this day man Of course how uh, yeah, you do And that that's another uh, uh this crazy thing that just uh just different things man that, that What you, let me like ask that. you a
1: question man what is that when you think about that what what comes up for you what kind of feelings come up for you? even now when you're thinking about it
3: does it seem Today like- man honestly back then those feelings were all angry angry feelings man angry towards him resentment you know uh I want to there was a point where I, I felt like I'll killed this guy, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Father or not, you know, yeah. it was just too much going on in the house. And like I said, man, it, it was, it, it had to do with alcoholism and other stuff, you know? And um, he's a good guy, man. I love him to death, you know? And, um, but I knew that that situation was not good. And I knew that I had to break the cycle today.
1: Let know? me ask you a question, man. He put a gun to your head. How many times since then has a gun been put to you or pointed at you?
3: Oh, man, Uh, if you want to go there, and I'm going to keep it real with you. Yeah. A couple of times, man, I even lost, I almost uh, went to hell and back, man. I got shot, and I was in a coma uh, about 18 years ago.
1: You know, on the way over here, I was listening to something, and the dude was saying, I can't remember who it was, but he was saying that even though you don't like a situation, when it's, when you're young and you're exposed to it a lot, like guns and this violence, it becomes normal. Like, like you might not like it, but it's your normal and you don't, don't realize it. But later in life, you search that all out because that's familiar to you. So I'm thinking about cranks and I'm like, God damn, you know, normal for him was jumping in front of his dad to take a beating and protect his mom and then the guns and the and, and, and then how so long. So be in
0: the middle of all this fucking shit. And, became normal, normal that, which
3: might explain like his later career. And that was what happened. The day I got shot and was put in a coma, uh, the guy pulled out a gun and I jumped. I tried to take the gun from him no who who, who who does that yeah, yeah. exactly but a I, hero I, I, oh, oh man <laughs> come on i wouldn't say that man because i almost lost my life man
1: yeah that's true but so, were you, was I'm, there anyone with you
3: man i don't even want to talk about that man because i'm gonna be honest with you yeah i, I was by myself man because uh there was two other dudes right there and then dudes ran for their life bro
1: they just left you there yeah, yeah. damn <laughs> Wow, it's only been about five minutes and we're uh,
2: waiting. You-, you know
0: what I do wanna say though is back on the on the father thing and I and I and I and I think, you know, I'm gonna speak and I think uh Armando and maybe everybody at the table can kind of relate. I know that the shit that happened to me with my whatever was going on with my dad that I didn't like. Yeah. I used that as a badge, bro. I walked through life and I did what I wanted to do because I had this fucking story that was true, that was fucked up. Right, and I held on to that. A lot of that shit I held on to, and I used behind. I blame my dad right. and that childhood for my conditions as a man. Right, and I did that, bro, for a long, long, long time. I'm embarrassed to tell you how long, you know. And I think there's a point in time where it comes where you start to have to take and be accountable for your life. That shit happened a long time ago. Right, you know. Right. My dad in his latest years was this little old man. He wasn't fucking a monster. monster. He wasn't doing shit to me. And here I am, like, still going through life, like, about what happened to me. You know what I'm saying? So it took me a process, man. It's like, and I got to say this right now. I modeled that. What do you mean? My, My kids knew that I had a fucked up upbringing with my dad. They knew shit wasn't cool. They could probably see that. I was still this was still something fucking with me as right, an adult man, right, you know what I'm saying, so it's like right. people around you see it until I really started getting clear with me taking accountability and responsibility for my life that should happen when I was young
1: yeah, and, I, and and i I agree with that, and I've had to go through the same process. Of course yeah, but <clears throat> how do I say this? I totally agree with that, and there is a point, and you know when you're doing it, like you know when you're like. I'm using this story so I don't have to be
3: responsible for what I'm doing. Yeah, bro, for sure. That, that you just hit it right on on the top of the.
0: Because I meet I hear I meet I, motherfuckers and hear motherfuckers that had like crazy ass shit, but they're like successful, right? And they had worse shit than me, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, I start feeling like a bit. Like, what the fuck am I? What am I, I doing?
3: You know what? It's not even that I'm complaining or 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 saying nothing bad <laughs> or, or you know. what? Today it's like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Right. I, I haven't. I didn't like i said i deserved half of that shit. you know i deserve half of the the beat downs in the the, the but i was in the, i i started getting into trouble since i was like five years old man i remember uh, there's a story there where i i jumped in my dad's car uh, i used to see him how he started his car and, and i ran the country apartments <laughs> yeah. and the neighbor hey, i ran my dad's car into yeah, a house and the neighbors came in and, and say hey your son crashed the car and my, my dad would tell you he ran out he's like what do you mean my son crashed the car he's like yeah He's like he doesn't even know how to drive. He's he's, he's like and I was hiding under the, the steering wheel. Yeah, out, and I did ram into the farmers.
1: <laughs> yeah, but let me tell you. Okay, 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 okay. So look, it. This is, this is an approach we all understand. The number one approach is like, look. In order for you to have freedom in this world, you have to take responsibility. You gotta own your life. Okay, that's just that's we already know that. Man, we already know that. But the other thing is also and this is we were touching on it in the Concetta show a little bit, which is like, okay, but what do you own and what don't you own? What's yours and what ain't yours? Right. Because I'll also say this. There's a lot of people that. They don't say the story like, oh, I had this fucked up situation. That's why I can do this, do that, use drugs, fuck around, blah, 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 blah." right? I'm not going to be a camel. There's some people that go in a weird direction, which is like, I had a traumatic, traumatic thing and I'm obsessed with success and the rest of my life is kind of, like, my life is one dimensional. I'm killing it in one area, but in terms of personal relationships, it's a fucking swamp. Or, I'm not blah, 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 blah. So, my point is, is that, I do think that it's important to without giving yourself a pass saying like, well, I am, you know, I'm not responsible. I do think it's also important to say if I'm going to take ownership of what I do, then I'm going to put ownership on the adult that was in my life, too. I'm going to say that. I'm going to be like, it wasn't right. Right. It wasn't right. That's not right. Of course, I would have been damaged a little bit. It took me maybe longer to overcome something. This is what I think about Steve. Why did it? How long does it take someone to overcome the trauma? Like, part of the trauma might be, like, using it as an excuse for a longer than right,
0: a normal right, person. Right, shit. Right, does right,
3: that make right, sense? Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm going to yeah. be honest with you, man. It, Go shouldn't, ahead. it shouldn't be no excuses, man. I, I'm going to keep it real, man. Go ahead. There, there, there shouldn't be no excuses for the shit that I've done or the, the, the bullshit. And I shouldn't have to use those things as excuses. Yeah, there was anger and, and resentment, but that, that still ain't no reason. You know, I, I've heard other stories of, like... I've, Steve said, you know, we're stuffed and and, and that shit has happened and they've been successful people.
1: Yeah, but what I'm trying to tell you, Cranks, is that while that's true to a certain extent, excuses and reasons aren't the same thing, right? They're slightly different. One is letting you off the hook. The other one is saying this is a falling domino. Like if I hadn't been born in the situation, you would have been born in a different situation. You could have still had the same temperament, right? Like maybe you would still would have. But look at You would have had different second chances, different influences, people. Okay, so and I'm not saying it to say you got no responsibility. I do believe that. But I don't think it's as black and white as that's too simple. It is. Life ain't simple. Life is a fucking gray motherfucker. And the other thing is, I think about this, too. You have a right to decide what you're, you're going to take responsibility for in a certain sense. So if you say – if you're sitting here with us and you're like, I don't think there's any excuse for certain things that I did, I'm going to take you at your word because that's your right as a human being. You can do that. Um, but I think in terms of health, in terms of like where the health – because I've seen people who are successful, and I also know I don't know very much about them. I don't even know what you would consider success. You know what I mean? Like I've seen – like. Like good example is Michael Jackson. At one point, you're like, hey, that dude is a fucking genius. He works hard. He's a perfection. And then you find out he's a piece of shit in the other side of his life. Because you know what? Probably because he was um, not clear on what he owns and what the other person owns.
0: Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so. um. So
3: what do you want to do? What
0: so listen, I'd like to bring on real quickly, Mono, when were you when you were locked up?
3: I got busted in ninety five and I mm-hmm. got out on uh I'm trying to remember, ninety
0: eight. Okay. And
3: that was just uh, when I was an adult. I've been busted. Right,
0: right, right. And uh you know, I wanna bring I wanna introduce on I wanna bring in our sons. Bring our sons on Let's the do show. them
1: one at a time. Let's bring in one song, do a little intro, and then bring in the next. Yeah. All right. Who do you want? Who are we letting? You go out ahead. Of? All right, I'll tell you right now. Uh, coming in and 170 pounds, manicured facial hair. Uh, the man is an artist. Steve he, He's a rapper. He fucking his name is Crispy No. He's also known as Anthony. Um he uh, He's very stylish He's got gold chain He's got a He's got a Nice jacket on Whatever that is I don't know what it is But Burberry Burberry scarf Crispy No Anthony Mondo what Jr. Up, what up, what up?
4: Crispy No's in the building
1: Yeah
0: Yeah How Welcome old are to you Crispy
1: No?
4: Man I'm young enough And old enough to know better You know whatever it's, You know whatever the saying goes Yeah what
1: well, <laughs> like What's your age?
4: Mid 20s Mid-20s, I'm a, I'm a young.: tw- yeah, yeah, young, 20s, 24. young 20s. Like,
1: Why is it a secret, man? <laughs> man,
4: I'm a, I'm a young 24-year-old, Kobe Bryant. 24-year-old? Yes, sir. All right. I guess he's thinking, he's thinking about the ladies or something, man. He's like, hey,
1: I am young enough and old enough to, you know. Yep,
0: yep. He ain't giving up too much.
1: Yeah, no, he's not. So, okay. So, first of all, before we get anywhere... Do you, Steve, do you see the resemblance? Because, Absolutely.
0: A hundred percent.
1: Right. That, that apple fell right next to the tree, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, well, how did you come up with the name Crispy Note?
4: Man, uh, that I, I've been having that name since I was like in high school, ninth grade, eighth grade, you know, they used to call me Young Notes, Notas, you know, that, that was my little crew name, you know, all that kind of stuff. Why and,
1: Notas? Were uh, you writing shit down all the time? Or uh,
4: what? I mean, I guess somebody that, thought they had you know a little bit more creative mind than me gave me that name And you know i'm like cool that's, it, it goes with my name you know um so ever since then it, it just turned into c notes um pocket full of c notes all kinds of name and i've just been using that name as my rap name all that kind of stuff and yeah.
1: then c note turned into crispy
4: you know you got to keep a pocket full of crispy notes <laughs>
1: i get it so you got a pocket full of cash that's crisps clean might
0: not be clean but it's crisp it's crisp nah it's crispy clean
1: and then let me ask you this, man. Uh, did you have, What is that your only rapper? Did you ever have a dumb rapper name? Because everybody's got like a dumb name. Everyone's got like one in their back pocket. They're like, yeah, for a while I was rolling around as Marshmallow Man. That
4: didn't work out.
1: Do you have a bad one?
4: Yeah, I think that, I think that is my dumb name, to be honest. <laughs> what? Marshmallow Man? Nah, nah. Every, everything that I got going on right now is just like, it, it, it's, still, it's still, you know, just, um, man, we ain't made it yet. You know, it's, I'm going to look back one day and be like, damn, I can't believe that I was doing this and I was doing that. But, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, I'll go with Crispy Nose, man. That's, that's my dumb name, you know? <laughs> yeah, all that's, right, that's cool. Dumb I love that. Hell yeah. And then uh, do you have
1: a group or is it just you solo?
4: Man, I, I like to be a boss of things, you know? It doesn't mean uh, that I'm not into group work or hanging out with other people. I love putting people on, but sometimes you just got to make your own little dream happen, on you know, solo.
1: Right. And then what, let me ask you this, what is your, what subjects do you rap about?
4: You know, I, I like to think about people like myself sometimes, you know. Um, Which is what? <laughs> Who are you? Who the fuck are you? Who are you? Hey, you know, uh, you know, I saw Crispy notes, c notes, this and that. Of course, of course, we keep it that way. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, everybody uh, thinks about the little problems sometimes and it's like, damn, I remember the times where I would be like, shit, man, I wish I had a microphone. I wish I had a car. I wish I had... Something you know to get out the damn house, you know, do something with myself, and I'm like, at the end of the day, that's who that's who I'm trying to talk to, you know. Is
0: right, like, about the struggle, come and,
4: up, and, and you know, like like you said, you know, that stuff it might not even be a struggle. It's growing it's, up. It's just growing up, you know. But yeah, um, some people can't can't really deal with it. Like I'm, I don't think I'm this type of person to like be able to condescend on you know people that don't have that little mindset or whatever you know to, to look past past what's going on today you know but at the end of the day i'm like lucky to have made it past that you know i didn't let the anger like the anger get the best of me there, there's been times you know that like i said we're not perfect but man i know a lot of people out to struggle with those problems and it's like so what are you supposed to do you know it's like and those that,
0: are the people you're talking to
4: that's people i'd like to talk to
0: there you go i like that yeah I you like want to that.
1: talk to people who are struggling with their own issues
4: i mean hey struggling but at the same time you know I, i'm like I, I love uh i love the boss life and all this like man i love like i said man my dad uh well like my man, my dad didn't talk about that stuff but <laughs> you know uh i looked up to i looked up to hustler motherfuckers like real like real hustlers you know in the 2000s 1990s all that kind of stuff you know when it was really popping you know um
1: Wait a second, wait a so slow down for a second here, a little crispy note, let's slow it down. So wait a second, you looked up to hustlers. Yes, sir. Okay, and you're saying it was popping off in the
4: 90s, like real hustlers. i say 2001, 2000, early 2000s, 2000, late 1990s.
1: Okay, so not, okay, and so what does real hustler to you mean? Actually describe that.
4: I mean, maybe I'm just thinking in the term of today. And back then, you know, but um Yeah, well what are you but, saying? But from from what I'm saying, like the kind of people I looked up to is like maybe what you see in the in the in the videos hip hop in the hip hop videos, you know like what who what, man I'm talking about you know in the end of Paid in Fool, you seen Paid in Fool before? What is it? Paid in full, you know the movie Paid in Fool? Yeah, Paid in full, Okay. You know in paid in full? The end of this movie, they got all these like they're pulling up to a little video scene and you see the people with the white gold chains and they're putting out the money, this and that. Yeah, that that's the time you know. A lot of people aren't proud, you know, to like be that time. But that's the time that I grew up in, when when, when motherfuckers had the white t, white t, long white t-shirts, white gold chains, Cadillac, Impalas, bumpin' Mike Jones, down south music, yeah, and West Coast music, all that kind of stuff. With mother, you know, rock Award, Joker Brand, all that kind of stuff was going on. Joker
1: hey Mondo, when you hear when you hear crispy note talk like that it's your son that's your fruit what what goes through your heart
3: what goes through your mind when you hear this he's just a product of, uh, of the environment that he grew up in ask him who, who he's talking about yeah who are you talking about
4: who am i talking about i think everybody that i know to this day i mean you know, a lot of people got cut off and this and that but obviously my pops um,
1: wait a second let me ask you a real question you look up to your dad and and don't give a, pol- a political answer. Keep give a real. real nah, it's not it's 100. not a
4: political answer. Of course, of course, you know, I, like, what does I, he
1: do I, that you want to emulate?
4: At this point, you know, it's just the way he carries like carries himself, you know, and um, is respected. But but I mean, there was a lot of things like can't, I can't look up to to I can't look up to you know the whole light like. Kind can't look up to the negative and positive. You know, you got to recognize what, what what's what. But at the end of the day, it's like, shit, my dad is a, uh, is, um, man, is a figure, you know, that, like, the name runs deep.
3: Right.
1: Hey, hey Mondo, do you do, you do any kind of mind-altering substances or anything anymore?
3: Not today, man. Thank God. All right. Thanks for my higher power. All
1: right. Uh, so let me ask you this. Uh, crispy note. Do you look up to your dad's sobriety?
4: Yeah, of course. If you look up to the hustler part, you know, then you got to look up to the sobriety part. Um,
1: what does that mean? Explain how the hustler and sobriety go. How does that
4: work? I mean, let me tell you the truth. Yeah. For, for, for a long time, you know, like, as a kid, I always, like, I never, um, I, I never even, like, I, I never looked at, at as anybody that I know as, like, Drug users or any of that stuff. I always looked at people that were making money, but um, it's like, yeah, that was never uh, really, that was never really into like in it to me. So it's like, do so I look up to the sobriety? It's not really even a question. It's like, it's supposed to be, supposed to be that way. Um, I
1: know what it's supposed to be like, but let me first let me ask you this: Do you take any mind altering substances?
4: You know what? Um, I'm gonna have a little problem. <laughs> smoking 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 weed and drinking right. alcohol but um no nah, i never i never tried tried nothing before
0: so let me let me let me Wait, get this when, right let me yeah. get this right um so you're saying you know you looked up to like the hustlers you looked up to maybe dudes selling dope in the dope game and it's automatic that these dudes are making money they're not using right exactly. like they're on their business right like if you're really doing it and not you're right. not over there dipping and getting fucked up right
4: let me tell you, I'm older now, so I'm not as naive. Mm-hmm. I'm not as naive, but yeah, growing up as a kid, I mean, like, I'm talking about middle school, elementary school, all that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, I was always told never to, like, use drugs by the people that I look at, like, the people I'm talking about, you know. I was, I was told never to be using drugs, so it's like, I, I, ain't, I ain't, like, it never even crossed my mind that somebody that, that is, like, I hear making money is actually
0: dipping in it too. Yeah, right, 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 right. Back then, back then, back then. So
3: uh, it's a different story today. Right, right,
0: right. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. Like you know that that's that stuff was used to make money on. Other people use it. You know what? You sell it. You get to come up. But uh, I think I think also what you're saying is uh, uh, you kind of saw that that might have been a farce in different ways. Like you know, right?
1: Because you said I'm not naive anymore. So now you know, what. what's the real story behind all that?
4: I mean, like, I we talk about it, you know, I'm growing up now, you know, everybody, um, what happens to drug dealers, you know, at the end of the day, shit, who owns a business? Not too many people. Uh, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's like, they always say, go to jail, you get killed, something like that. But what it really is now, like, maybe 25% go to jail, maybe 25%, you know, you might get into accident, you know, you might not something happened but the real problem is people get hooked on their own shit and from there it's like shit. you see homeless now Mm -hmm. right you see motherfuckers like never ever make it back to that top position where they're at you know so it's like yeah that's what the real problem is
1: right
0: um let's bring on guest number two
1: you ready, for, you ready to open up yeah. the
2: door number
1: wanna, two? Yeah. I, I don't know if people are ready for this. Uh, a, this guy is a beast. This guy is uh, the ones that we were talking about with biceps. Uh, why don't you open up door number two and let the bull in?
3: Selection
0: radio. I have an exclusive joint featuring Mosego Late Night. Let's welcome on Mr. Vincent Luciano to the show. Yeah,
5: yeah Vincent. Oh, Come on, welcome in. Fucking honored. Honored to be on the hard luck show. Yeah, please.
2: please.
5: Hey
1: Monda. What's going on? Like? Do you see any resemblance between Vince and Steve? Too much. Man, <laughs> that apple didn't fall far from the tree. I couldn't tree. even tell
5: who, who was who right now. Oh, <laughs> oh, hell, he's got man. more I size mean, in, than ducks. Yeah, he yeah, does. yeah he's I mean, than some me. people say I don't look any like. Some people are like, who's that? I like, <laughs> like it, is that the family bodyguard? Like, you know what I mean? Like, some people are like, who like. That's how you're, you that, told that, me that, that
0: one time I picked you up in school, and they were like, "Is that the gardener picking you up?" No, they're like, "That
5: dude's Mexican. You're a Caucasian, <laughs> right?" Yeah. No, yeah. Mom,
1: Steve, you are t- more tan than Vince.
5: Yeah, but, that's about it.
1: But I would the say you guys have a similar build. I mean, exactly. obviously Vince is younger, so he's 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 got a younger man's Just body. the all version little, of Lucky. Yeah, exactly.
5: Um, hold the tattoos. Mm-hmm. No tattoos. Hold the tattoos. Hold no, I got one. I got one. One got little one. one.
1: What's, yeah. What, what tattoo did you It says
5: AA. It's uh, <laughs> was my ex-girlfriend's initials. But when people ask me, I just say it stands for other things. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you ever, hey, Steve, did you ever get any girls' initials tattooed on your body?
0: Yeah. It was a, I just went, I, I, didn't even, I wasn't even smart enough to get the initials so that I could pawn it off as something else. Yeah. I just went ahead and got the names. Right. But, uh, even pictures. So, yeah.
1: Okay. So, uh, Vince, man. Vince yeah well I'll tell you what though I mean Vince how tall are you you're what 6'2 yeah and uh
5: how much do you weigh uh I'm about uh, just under 210 I'm like 208 I'm probably at about 16% body fat yeah he's crazy (laughs) eating donuts and he's at 16%
1: body fat Steve how tall are you
0: about six one and a half
1: and how much do you weigh
0: uh, about
1: two eighteen, two seventeen. Right on. Well, I yes. mean, that, that, yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly.
0: It is it, interesting because, uh, and we're going to get word from Vincent, but it's like I'm hearing, I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot about what Anthony Chris your notes is saying about. who. Kind of who he looks up at, and kind of how he grew up, and and some of these things, and I'm, and I just know that there's a cross there with uh, with our sons, man. Um, But I just I'm just hearing a lot of different things, and
1: you know what I hear, like when I was listening to Crispy Note, I'm like sitting there thinking, and I'm listening to what he's saying, and then the first thing I'm going to say is there's a similar pattern in the in the way they talk between. Crispy Note and Mondo and Cranky. Like they sound they have some similar um speech patterns. They don't say the same exact things, but mm-hmm. the speech patterns are actually very similar. Vince, what did you hear? You were you were out in the green room listening. What did you
5: what observations did you make after Anthony was speaking and, and what did you see anything? Um Be honest. Honestly, I think the thing that spoke to me was when he talked about who he kind of like aspired to be yeah and more so like who he looked up to um the truth is like compared to my dad's upbringing i had like a very very smooth and comforted um upbringing but for some reason i always wanted to be this fucking like drug dealer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I, w- I wanted to be like a heavy drug addict eventually yeah. And I looked mm-hmm. up to these people who could like somehow pull it off Who you were know these I people that were somehow so, pulling it so off? So specifically there were, there, were, there were rappers like uh, Lil Wayne Yeah, um, He was definitely like an icon growing up um, Who was pulling it off? Like who did you look up to and you're like You know what, that looks good to me so, I think I think on the outside, there were, like, kids in my high school. Yeah. I'm going to just say th- this kid named uh, Jeremy, um, who was just able to somehow, like, command a lot of respect from everyone. Like, everyone feared him. He would like to do, like, heavy, like he'd like to take like triple stack ecstasy pokeballs and like molly and xanax like while at school yeah and also sell xanax and ecstasy at school <laughs> yeah and then somehow had like the dime of my grade just all over him you know what i mean and i was like fuck and i was like i'm gonna figure out that equation you know what i mean i was like that dude's figured it out the same way on, like, a larger scale, someone like Lil Wayne or other rap artists, like, figured it out, um, where I could get as loaded as I want. I could stay as altered as I want to be. Everyone respects me, and it's just because who I am. I don't really have to do much. People just see me, and they're like, you're the, you're the fucking man.
1: Steve, what do you feel when you hear uh, Vince say that? Does that What comes up for you?
0: I... I Listen, I was doing the same thing at the same age, yeah, uh, and there was just a different. There was a different. Okay, so if they were looking at like the rap game and like he's saying Lil Wayne and these dudes that make it really look like sell dope, I'm gangster and I'm making all this money. I got these girls, right? Yeah. Well, I bought into the same thing. I was buying into that, watching. You know the Warriors, Goodfellas, Lords of Five, Scarface, like, Scarface, like it. it yeah, bro, it was like, damn, dude, this motherfucker's got the life. He, he he just calls the shots, and it's like, as a young man, you look at that stuff, man. It's like if you got any kind of any of that anywhere around you. You're gonna gravitate towards that, like, I'm, and you're seeing that. You're not looking at like the uncle that's going to school and doing the right thing and all that. You're looking at like the the Shazam, the, the shiny cars, and, and that's the shit you want.
1: Hey, Cranks, you were when Steve was kind of talking about the guy who's in the gang, he's gangster, he's selling dope, and he's he's a rap star, he's making it all work. You were shaking your head like, what the fuck? What 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 was that about?
3: It's just because um I'm shaking my head because it back then it was. For us, it wasn't no rap stars. Fuck, fuck, it was it was it was for me. in My neighborhood it was it was it was the older homies, mm-hmm. that right? Was, that was running around in the fucking. Impala. That's where the rap. That's where the rap stars got that shit from. Yeah. yeah, ghetto stars. Yeah, it was the hood stars. You know what I'm saying? It was my older homies. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're, some not even some of my older homies. It was a couple. It was just a handful. Like you know, uh, shout out to the homeboy, rest in peace Chato, uh, Ernie G's brother. He was he was he was he was, he was one of the. Uh, he was one of the main guys that I was uh, used to look up to that was like, damn, man, he's, he's doing it. He, he was he's running the pilots back back then. He was, you know, doing his thing, man. And I was like, man, and he actually became one of my best friends. And um, It wasn't all rap stars, man, and it was other, and it was it was him, and there was other couple, other, even black dudes in my neighborhood, man, that I used to look up to. Kof, yeah. Kofi, rest in peace, that's another dude, too, man. Uh, my homeboy, Jose Franco, a couple other dudes, man, that we used to be like, damn. Uh, them dudes were doing it back then. I was like, damn, I want to be like them, man. It's no fucking I wasn't looking at no fucking videos was, mm-hmm. that's interesting right. because uh um, no little Wayne back then, no no, uh, no. Uh, right 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 no no that shit they th- copied that shit from from the real gangsters in the streets,
1: yeah, but what's interesting about what you're saying though is is that so so let me ask- was crispy note were you raised in the neighborhood
4: of course uh, of course but, but but let me tell you i i, Go me- ahead. I remember like I remember where we were at when that little Wayne... And, no, I remember exactly where, where I was at when I saw that Juvenile that Back That Ass Up video, you know, that mm-hmm. come, come I do, out. too.
1: I remember and, where and, I was and, at, and, too. And that's exactly
4: <laughs> the spot. That's, that was, like, where pretty much, you know, we grew up at 20th you know, over there at 20th Street, Santa Monica. Yeah. Shit. I always I, I tell my dad at the time, you know, like, man, I liked little Wayne, this shit. And this was before he was even, like, you know, that's, that's a bling bling all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Second grade, third grade. I, show and tell, I remember this to this day, I had a no limit record, <laughs> uh, a, a, piece, a piece, yeah, yeah, I had a cash money record when I was also two, you know, I don't, yeah. know, don't know what it was, whatever, hey, it's all good, man, brought it to my show and tell, damn cafeteria, they told me, man, shit, it'll give you extra, everything, you know, I like your damn chain, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was like, and pretty much, you know, I had like all still memories and stuff, but like.
0: That kind of yeah, set it like, off for you. You
4: know, it's, this was set it off, you know, but, like, all that rap shit, all that kind of stuff, like, yeah, it was a different kind of thing right there, you know. The, 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 that's definitely when the, when the streets and the rap thing, like, the lines got blurred and, you know, it's like. Right. That's when right. it got watered down, I Because a
1: lot, no, because a lot of artists right who uh wanted credibility with the audience that they're trying to cultivate and then that credibility is what made white kids who had never been to a gang want to buy those
3: albums right they had to emulate and or associate with real gangsters and i'm not gonna sit here and lie and tell you that that some of those some of those rappers are gangsters there's a lot of let
1: me ask you a question in in your mind cranks who who are the real
3: ones i don't want to start naming names man but there's a bunch of dudes out there, man. That, are, that, that uh, they were. I used to listen to rap back in the days when it was Toddy T, Batter Ram. Oh, those, are, those are real gangsters. Those like right. those dudes were rapping about the shit that was going on, like Grandmaster Flash and, and the message. And all, those were those were the kind of gangsters. Those were gangsters to me because they were they were they weren't even gangsters. They were prophets, man. Them dudes were, were rapping about stuff that was going on in the streets, man. Right. So, and they were and keep they were keeping it real. That's what gangster means, keeping it real, man. You know. <coughs>
0: I know I think I will say these these three guys were willing to I don't know somewhere early on like yeah I saw Scarface when I was young yeah but by the time I was like 17 I had realized that um, uh, I was not comfortable in trying to transport and move around large quantities of, I didn't buy it I just thought at I got at a pretty young age I was like that's not going to work like somebody's going to tell that's not going to work I think I started to know that I was an addict Right. And somewhere in there, I started admiring these dudes that were going to prison. They're the respect that they had. Right. And these dudes were like, they had a certain look, the way they held themselves. Yeah, they were going away to prison, but when they got out, they had like a lot of respect. And I listened to these guys' stories, and they were like, a lot of these guys were just straight armed robbers, you know? They, right. they like doing armed robberies, which you is know? something that and you they did. were like, right, they were like tough dudes. That did armed robberies and shit and got busted and went to prison and like and they had like a lot of clout and they were like somebody and I, and that was kind of like what I aspired, set my eyes on. But I I know from talking with Vincent and 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 from some of the way he's lived that you know he he dug that whole like being able to slang and make money and have it like that and you know and I you know there's a couple people that that kind of did that. this circular round table we have right here i was never that ambitious
1: no you know what i'm gonna say something and this is interesting because and i think a lot about you you steve and your career and part of your career not your entire thing but part of it is and i don't mean this in any kind of disrespectful way at all but part of it is violence you know, you're a strong dude, you're a big dude, you're a serious dude, you've gone to prison, you've had to do whatever you've had to do, and that comes with you, and there's a credibility with that. And that allows people to rely. There's a lot of people that were not willing to do some of the things that you are able to do. As a result, you have a high value in that regard. And it's, it com- it's, you know, you're not that person today and all that other kind of stuff, but it's still the, 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 the energy or whatever it is. You still have that commanding aspect, right? So you didn't... I agree. It makes sense to me what you're saying, which is I didn't... I wasn't trying to move huge things, a kilo's of weight and all. So that, that didn't seem like it was going to work out. But in your life story, what we talked about over time was that um, one of the things you overcame was being scared, being a sissy, and then you balled your fist up and you punched that bully in the eye and you saw the, the currency, the currency in that, and that carried you a long way. So... But what's interesting is when I look at Vincent, even though his frame is massive, Vincent is like a gentle giant. Absolutely. Vincent, let me ask you. When you, you hear me talk about that, and you, and you know your dad better than I do, um, what's your emotional response to some of the choices and the things that your dad represents or whatever? How, does that, how did that translate into you being a gentle giant or whatever?
5: Um, specifically me being uh a bit frightened to fight or stand up for myself um but as far as like what he did i don't think it's a coincidence that when i was around one till five my dad was away and wasn't around and uh and that now that i have a son that the first year of my son's life i wasn't around and i was getting loaded and wasn't there so As far as, like, him actually, like, him being more, like, I guess, like, socially dominant and uh, there's, like, this, like, degree of strength uh, behind him. I didn't get that because I, the way I grew up, it was, like, I was on some level, like, frightened of him, even though he's never, like, raised a hand to me. Um, I was just frightened just because I was, like, I've never been through what he did. So, therefore, I, my character isn't, like, sculpted to, like be someone who like asserts power and like when you have someone who's a dad who's like a professional salesman and such a good storyteller yeah you end up kind of developing this personality where you just like you kind of like sit there and you're quiet and you're just you learn how to ask questions and let him run the show you let him run the show and you're riding you're riding in the passenger seat and you just kind of like roll with it and i mean that's that, that that more or less has translated into my relationships with like even the women that I've been with. It's yeah. like, I need a chick who's going to tell me exactly what she wants. She's going to run the show. She's deciding shit. And I'm just there just to fucking chill. Whoa. I'm like the token. I, I'm just like the token. So let's
1: let's hold on a second. Let's hold that right. That was like a three-parter, beautiful answer. That was a great one. And I'm really curious to hear what Steve, what comes up for Steve. So the first thing he said is I don't think it's a coincidence that my dad was gone when I was one to five. And then in my own son's life, I was gone in the first year. What comes up for you when you hear that, Steve? Um,
0: I'm just glad he's taking I'm taking some type of mental note about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think my dad. I think that my son. Uh, I always say that his mother is the best mother I've ever known, Jessica. Right, the best right, mother I've ever seen right. on the planet, hands down. And I see my son, and uh, I see my son as like the best dad ever. You know, I really see the way, the patience and tolerance and love that he has for his son, and. Uh, um, like I
1: say, it, what does it hurt when he says? When he says it's no coincidence, what he's saying is, it's like, my dad wasn't there when I was one, and now I'm not there for my kid when he was one. Does that hurt you at all? Like, do you feel anything, or what do you feel? Or do you feel like, you know what, that's true, but you're your own man. Like, I, I can't be responsible for everything.
0: No, I mean, there's a piece of that pie that I own. You know, there's a piece of that pie that I own, and, and uh, I was getting, you know, uh, I wasn't, you know, I was out. Listen, there was uh, important times in my son's life where I wasn't there. Due to incarceration and there was important times and formidable years when I was loaded man and so there's a lot of pieces there that I own um I think it bought it hurts me more yeah to feel like Vincent was at this place where he's like all right you run the show right I need to let you run it like right because I I would try my best to soften myself up when it came to my kids right like I really I know that I'm an aggressive guy and I like I know that, but with when when I be around my kids, I would try and be like so much the opposite like I wanted them to tell me what they wanted to do or what they liked or or you know um I think I wanted to try and make it so that they didn't feel like that I didn't want my- my my kid but you know when I look back and I listen, I pay attention to my actions, man some of my actions are kind of scary, you know like what like. I don't know. I don't know. I always thought maybe driving around the driving around with my kids, like, they might have been scared, man, because I could, like, fly off the handle at any second to get out of the car and fucking want to fight. Like, that must have not felt good to the kids.
5: Did you ever see that, Vince? Did you ever see your dad get mad at someone driving and be like, you want to
1: go, motherfucker? <laughs> it's
5: it's it's not. It wasn't driving. And, and And honestly, he was pretty soft and warm with me. Yeah. And it wasn't ever directed towards me. Right. But- seeing him in other social situations if like someone rubbed him the wrong way right I've been god damn my dad has a sharp motherfucking tongue <laughs> yeah no, you know what that. i mean like he'll he'll make you feel like a fucking scant fucking <laughs> a microcosm you know what i mean not me directly but i've seen it so seeing like that potential in him i was always clear that like bottom line most important thing was that like in a weird way i'd i'd want to prove to the prove to my dad that i was important and i think that like by doing that i just took this kind of like kind of like coward not i don't even know if it was cowardly or afraid but it was like i'm just gonna sit in the pocket right yeah super passive very passive so
1: that's interesting so 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 And I think it's important for all of us to kind of take in for a moment, which is that when you're with a personality that can be strong in certain contexts and you see it and you're like, whoa, and it makes an impression on you. And even though it's not necessarily directed at you, if you have some intelligence, you realize, but if I make the wrong move. Or if I, you know, do this or do that, that who knows? I don't, I don't ever want that directed at me. So you might change your behavior a little bit in order to kind of put that wall.
0: Anthony, what's your dynamic when, with your, when you're with your dad? I mean, do you feel like you need to lay back? Do you feel like you want to outdo him? Do you?
4: No, we don't have that kind of dynamic. I think it's just, uh, obviously... You know, we, we bump heads, you know, once in a while, but it it's too... How do you guys it, bump...
1: It, when, when you guys bump heads, what actually happens? you actually talk back to Cranks? you tell Cranks to shut the fuck up? You ever said that to your dad?
3: We've had issues, man. Does he ever... Fu-
1: no, seriously. Has he ever said to you, like, hey, man, you don't know what you're talking about. You weren't there or whatever. You ever said some hard shit to your dad, Crispy No.
4: Yeah, when I, was, when I was younger, you know, I used to say, say those kind of, you know, like, take it there, I guess, but... Um,
1: He still
4: does. Does he? Yeah. Because
1: I know, dude, Cranks, right now, I feel like, and I'm just going to be real, I feel like I'm struggling with Crispy Note a little bit because I feel like he's got his guard up, and I feel like he's not really laying it really out there how he really feels. Exactly. Why is that, Crispy? I mean,
2: uh, like, did you just hurt
1: We're well, here me? to get... This is a hard go luck show, man. Yeah, on. I mean, dude... get it, real. It, did, go on go my on. experience... By the way, Crispy, just so you know, my experience with people who don't pull the... the That speak in generalities and don't pull the wall down, it means that they're scared. That's what that means. So, uh, right now, I feel like you're terrified Nah,
4: I, I, got lot, I got a lot to say, you know, but... Um, well, say it.
1: Then say it. Like, what the fuck?
4: Hey, hey, well, we got I mean... Come at on. At the end of the day, you know, like, what is just is too... I'm not trying to be like my dad, you know, so it's like...
1: So in what way are you not trying to be like your dad? Be real. Come on, man. What, every, what, what, pr- like pretty
4: much everything we, like, everything we talked about so far, like like all of that hustler stuff and all of that, like... Why don't gr- you want Growing that? up in the neighborhood, like all that kind of stuff. You know, it, it's been it's been cool. It, I mean...
1: Why don't it, you want to be like that?
4: Because let me tell you, at this point in my life, hey, I ain't made it yet, but, man, I see that I, I've like... Made it to this point where it's like, damn, am I going risk, to risk all this shit for 50 bucks, $100, even $1, is a $1,000? You know what, man? Any of that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, all the hustle stuff, man. It's like, it's cool.
1: But yeah. I hear your dad, I mean, you yeah. do cranks, right? You had me, me talk th- to your son a little bit about school and going deeper yeah. with
3: education. And I see you trying to impart some kind of wisdom. Like, what's going on with that? So... Let me tell you something, man. Yeah. When I did my thing, man, I did it for necessity, man. I wasn't, I, yeah. There were movies and stuff were there, but I did it because I was a young kid, having kids, and I had to hustle. That's yeah. What, you know, and I wanted to be like the homies or whatever, and um, I did it like that because of necessity, and um, I never wanted him to get into this kind of lifestyle, you know, and and I could see that it, it did, it did, he did kind of fall into it a little bit, but today. I see he's different. He, he is very different. I think he did learn from, from my mistakes and from my, 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 my uh, he basically seen that that, st- that lifestyle wasn't going to get me anywhere. And, and it didn't, man. I'm going to keep it real with you. It didn't get me anywhere.
0: Great. Let me ask you something, Chris. Did, was there a point in time when you were younger, not today, when you were younger, that you either felt like you needed to go down that road, it was expected of you, or were you attracted to it for a while and you bought into it and then you started to mature and realize, man, I don't want this.
4: Let me tell you, all three of the first ones. Okay. I, I needed it, right? He said mm-hmm. that, I needed it, yeah. What well, I needed to do it. That's what I felt like. You felt like. I, I felt like, like that was a necessity, you know, like I always like watch this interview with Tupac says like, you know, like in order to become a man, you know, it's like. I got to so do have, this. You have to go to, you have to like experience prison, all that kind of right, stuff.
0: Right, 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 right. That's real right there. Uh, okay. You know, and,
4: and, and, and he's just, uh, it, let me say something real quick. He's, he, he has firsthand, uh, he's
3: victim of firsthand. Uh, he just had an uncle that just paroled. He's had uh, family members that got
4: killed. He's, you know, he's, he's seen all that.
0: Right. Go ahead.
4: So, of course, like, but but even, even like, some part of, like, some part of my heart is, like, still, like, man, we just want to, like, without necessity you know it's like another part is like and hey, you know like do you want to just go to work you know and it comes down to that kind of stuff it's like that's that part of my heart it's like where it's like regardless of being in the streets school any anything like whatever kind of way i was you know if i was born in this kind of lifestyle or not born in this lifestyle like, right that's where you got to look at yourself it's like all right like you know like you the, said, there's people, there's that people. ain't for you Not not even that, like I said, there's people in these these situations that you said, like, where they make it, you know, they make it all these kind of situations, so it's like, how could I be complaining about any kind of, like, even people go to jail, you know, it's like, parole, my uncle, this, like, hey, my cousin, you know, my cousin got killed, like, when I was in high school, my cousin got killed, yeah, I was mad about that, you know, of course, but, think back in history you know people lose their whole families and even to this day you know little kids like there's people in syria all those kind of countries out there they lose their whole families holocaust that kind of stuff you know lose cousins uncles mothers brothers Mm -hmm. sisters it's like when when you look at the world in that kind of view you know you think about like think you know think a little bit larger right use that kind of stuff it's like Wait a second. You ain't trying to I'm like, still
0: not getting a clear yeah, answer from clear answer you. Answer I'm, I'm trying that's to find out like That's a
1: nice thought, but uh, like that didn't say jack shit. Did
0: you feel like you wanted at times to live that life or you had to like that was what was expected of you. This is my life. This is what I was born into. Or or,
1: or were you scared? Like yeah, like, like, like or me, did like,
0: you didn't want it the, the like, whole time? No, like no, in your no, heart no, you're no, like no, this no, ain't for me. Hold
1: on, hold on. Never. Let me put it to you like this from what i understand about cranky right cranky is um he excels in certain ways right he he like what he just told us today about jumping in front of he might not be proud of it necessarily now but i'm just saying if you're the son of a guy like that you're the son of a warrior if you're the son of genghis khan at some point you got to ask yourself am i made of the same shit as that guy like, am I as tough as that guy? Are you as tough, Crispy? Are you scared? Like, are you as tough as your dad? Or are you crazy? Or have you said to yourself, I ain't going out like that?
4: Yeah, I think it's like you said, you know, are you going to walk in front of a person that has a 300-pound man, you know, with the fist out? It's like, use your brain. Uh, use your brain.
1: Right. Right. So what you're saying is, no, because I'm smart. <laughs>
4: is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is, yeah, it's pretty much in short terms, it's like, my dad's lucky to be alive right now. Right, 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 right. right All right, right.
0: Uh, that's you know, not that's not your path. I, I mean, you're like I mean, I'm not, I don't have to go through that because he went through that. You
4: know, it's not even like that. I, it, it might happen. It might happen. You know, but at the end of the day, it's like shit. He's lucky to be alive. I'm I'm right here. You know, like still still part of this stuff. But it's like, nah. I can't, I can't see. I can't see myself uh He's a
3: smart kid, man. He's 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 accomplished way more things than I've ever accomplished. He's, right. He's he's went. I, I didn't even graduate from high school, man. Um, right. Me either. He's he's <laughs> going to. He's he did good in school. He's he has a he got his little career going. Let, let me
4: just say just this one. This one thing is like the thing that always bothers me. Or like, Go ahead. It's the biggest. It's the something you won't learn in school, or learning like any of that kind of stuff. It's Go ahead. Like, everybody always like, hey, you know, tough. You know, you want to like. All those people, out, uh, people out there are always talking about hey man the big man you know this and that you want to fight whatever you know all kind of bullshit whatever. whenever people want to fight you know how they say you're not a man if you don't get down this kind right, of bullshit
2: right, right.
4: man I've seen what we're fighting what fighting will, will, will get you into in, and like sometimes you know it's like you either be the smarter person and walk away yeah or you're gonna be the person that Shows them what you're going to do. And, either, and you know, you know and what they're take the consequences that roll with it. the consequences pretty uh, much Okay, so all like, right. Yeah. So, so, so right. hold on a second. Yeah. So
1: this is interesting. So, so Cranks, you're hearing that, right? And your son's essentially saying, like, look, there's a lot of people that walk around and want to be the big swinging dick. And they're going to fight everybody. No one's going to get one over. And he's saying, or you could be smart and walk away and fucking live for another. Do something else. And what do you feel when you hear that?
3: I feel... That's great, great, great for him to think that way because I don't want him to think the way I did. So in, in, in a way, I feel real good that he's thinking that way because that's, that's the right way to think, you know what I mean? Yeah, be, that's not let like his ego h- yeah. take and charge I'm of it. If I would have thought that way, like how, he, how he's thinking today, I would have been, man, I, I would have I been all good right now. You know? Right. Which I'm not saying that it's not because some of us have to go through certain things to right. get right. to where we're at today. Right. And luckily, he hasn't gone through the things that, I'm going to be real, if, <laughs> if he went through the things that I've gone through, he, he wouldn't make it.
1: What do you feel when you hear that crispy note? Because that's gotta hurt your balls a little bit. No, right? I'm, I'm talking about like prison <laughs> stuff and jail <laughs> stuff, not no, stuff no, that no. I'm proud of. You no, know what I no no, But no, I'm no, saying that. No, no. Let's let's be. Because listen, and it was my, different times too. Listen, so. listen. Well, let's just get these issues. Yeah, you, up. you said it. Let it go. Let's, these are man yeah. issues. Yeah. And you know what, man? You might be right. You might be right. So, what do you feel, Chris, when your dad's like, look? This guy right here, he's a smart kid, and I love what he's about because he's saying the right thing, and I wish I could have done that. But the things that I went through, he wouldn't have survived that. How does that feel?
4: It's pretty interesting, you know, but... uh, (laughs) 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 I I mean, at the end of the day, I think your brain is going to get you way further, like... That's yeah. True. Brain, yeah, that's true. Your brain will get you out of the, out of those. Yes, you know, it will. Like, yes, it will. We'll get you through that situation. You know, at the end of the day, it's like, hey, you could be the three hundred fifty pound, five percent, you know, whatever, like sitting in the jail cell. Yeah, right, 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 right. That's true. true. And what's yeah. going yeah. to happen? Like, that's true. But yeah. After a couple, of, you know, you shit, you might want to kill yourself. Right. And that's you know, some people it's like, man, you got to use a, you got to pretty much use like. Your brain yeah. to get through in situations when i was talking about all that fighting and all kind of stuff like that yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't saying you know about getting fights or none of that but i'm just saying like at the end of the day it's like you got to know sometimes like when to say no not, not even when to say no it's like you got to know pretty much if you're gonna walk out there walk out there you know like tough macho man or if you're gonna be quiet and you know like Make your own move, you know. Come back, Set the or something like nah, right. you know, something like that. Let me ask you a
1: question. Do you you ever the, do you argue with Cranks? Like, do you say like Do you guys are driving around and Cranks is like, look, man, I want you to <laughs> all get all the time, man. Yeah, how do you guys argue? What's your arguing style like? I'm,
3: I'm kind of keep curious. It real. Yeah, we've uh, we've gotten into it before. Not that you know, and he could tell you. He we drive we know. drive
4: we drive different cars, but you know, what, like like uh, on the way over here. Come on, hey, you know you. He might, he might not like my style of driving or might not like my little activities hey, on the road. What's you wrong know? with, like, the, hey, what's wrong with the way
3: he drives? Uh, come on. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you, man. He's, he's over there smoking a bowl and he's driving. He's looking down. He has the music all out. Yeah. There's a car right, like, <laughs> like two feet in front of us, probably less. And uh, he's blowing that fucking shit out in the, in the car and shit. I'm like, what the fuck am I? And like, I'm sober today. So I'm like, man, this is, uh, I'm about to get fucking high as a motherfucking kite right now, you know? <laughs> So, yeah. I mean man. Let's be real I mean Let's keep it real He's We've gotten into it before You know He's We've gotten into it And he's He's even pulled out a knife On me before You know
4: mm. You know I don't recall that But <laughs> I don't recall that but, but How big How big was the knife How big was the knife How big was the
3: How big was the knife I
4: don't know Ask him I don't it, know if he remembers man, it's not, Was it a it, butterfly knife it, Man it's not like the one That I had right now That's that's that's. that's anyways but
3: you know what i've done that. I, you know what i did that to my father too though
0: that's interesting
3: i did that to my father i i i could sit here and honestly sit there and say that i i've through through blows at my dad before man and um and i i've i told you man i've I've done it to my dad too man and i'm, I'm reaping what i sowed, i guess right right I'm, I'm yeah um, luckily he's a good kid and he hasn't it hasn't been that bad but i put my family through a lot of uh bad situations man and luckily man my family's been through with me bad and through good man I, what are uh, you what are you identifying here steve your listeners
1: back and forth it's gotten a little bit more real between uh cranks and crispy notes so what are you what are you, what are you observing here
0: i just i, I you know i i, I want to you know it's interesting because there's a different dynamic between them and me and vincent but at the same time it's just it's just a trip man. I think uh You know, I, it's two things. I think both these guys, I think both of them are sharper right. in many ways than right. me and cranky. Um and I also, you know, there's an old story man. There's an old story and I've told this before a few times. There's an old story of these old mobsters, right? Old uh, mobsters that came over from Sicily and they were pro- broken poor had nothing man and these guys got to new york right they got to the east coast and these guys had to do some fucked up grimy dirty shit and they they came up through the ranks man and they ended up you know after 20 years in the game threes in the game these guys were like bosses fine suits and they had made money bootlegging like a lot of dirt they did but they had these kids They had these young, you know, they had sons. Right. And their sons were kind of born into this life of having things. The sons didn't come from a dirt floor. They didn't have to do these things, right? right? And so as the fathers get older... They're trying to either hand their sons off this business or bring them into this life, yeah. and all the old bosses are looking around saying, "What's the matter with this fucking kid, man? Yeah. He don't know how to run numbers. to, you know." And it's because the sons didn't have to grow up like the fathers, right? Right. And I feel like you know these. I don't feel like they that you know they're smart enough to know you don't have to go to prison. You don't have to fucking. You don't have to do all this shit, man. A lot of ego, macho shit that we maybe had bought into. I believe that this generation's, these guys are a little bit smarter. Like, well, that, you know, I remember Vincent saying to me a long time ago, I don't want to go to prison. I like, you know, <laughs> I like my freedom too much, or right. whatever it was. It was like, it was like, of course, because you're fucking like normal. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Right. But I felt like I needed to go to prison. Like, that was. But uh, I just think there's different things. I think you know. I, in many ways, I think that you know, to be keeping it real. I think Anthony, in many ways, is like you know what, I'm smarter than that guy.
3: He didn't buy the lie, right? right.
0: I'm smarter than that guy. I mean, well, right? I know, why would I do
1: that? It doesn't, you know, right? Um,
3: the the
1: re- the reason why I'm asking is because is because. It's so strange, Crispy, but I see a lot of your dad in you, and I know I'm not the only person that said that to you, right? right? But then, like you said, and, but there's also, dude, I don't know what it is, but in you I also see another dude. I see somebody, a, slight, a, a different guy, and I, I'm going to say this. It seems like a, um, a, I I don't mean this in a weak way, but it seems like a sensitive guy in a sense. That's like the, the artistic side. I can kind of see that also in you. And I see, like, right now, to a certain extent, you are... First of all, you're like, what the fuck? We're on a bo- I'm going to lay out all my shit on a fucking shot. I don't even know who's listening to this. Thing. <laughs> and so you're a little guarded. But then we just got back a little bit. But I also see that you got an intensity and in something that you want to prove to your dad. And I also can see that your dad loves you very much. Is there any, and be real. I mean, dude, I don't know if anyone can actually answer this question honestly. But is there any question in your mind that your dad, Cranks, loves you?
4: No, nah, not at all.
1: Right? Like, he wouldn't be tripping on how you drive or smoking a ball and doing this and doing that. If he if he didn't love you, that wouldn't bother him. He would be like, whatever, I don't give a shit.
4: I mean, I, I don't know. At that point, it's like, it's maybe we just have, like, like you said, it, it's, um, man, we're not perfect. We're not perfect. To, to be honest, it's, I'll probably do that. We, we haven't got over everything, you know? Um, right. I'll probably still do that stuff anyways, like even if he didn't love me but but the way that my dad loves me is a different kind of love it's not it's not my he's not gonna he's not gonna show up to my graduation and tell me he loves me and give me you know this passport and stuff he's gonna he's gonna pull up if somebody like messes with me or that kind of stuff it's like it's been done before you know and, and yeah bo- both situations been done before and it's like so i've y- had him in he's
3: he got jumped one time and i had him in the car going around looking for these dudes and uh I was. we hey, were If we pull up on the dudes, I'm gonna do my thing, and he's gonna let me know who they are, and he's gonna roll out with me. And me. <laughs>
1: and, and,
3: and right did now, it work? You know, did it work out that way? You no. Know what? Thank God, that he was watching over me that day, and he, over here because we didn't find the dudes, and uh, and because I, w- I would have probably been in jail and he would have probably been in jail with me.
1: And let me ask you a question. This <sighs> is an interesting thing because normally when a kid gets in a fight at school, the last thing you want is your parent to go down and handle it for you. <laughs> it it, 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 it
2: wasn't was at school. It wasn't was at a bus stop. It was, it no, 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 no. You know, know what I'm saying. You know street. what I mean? Even in the streets. Street street
1: let me ask you something. It, it, was it an unfair situation? Is that why?
3: Let him answer it. Yeah,
1: because, cause I'm, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, but I'm saying sometimes a protective parent, like Cranks, let's say, for
3: And I left work for this.
1: Yeah, like a protective parent, like, cranks. If I have to leave work,
0: man, somebody's really in trouble. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: it it cranks, like, so he's being protective on one level. On the other level, even in the streets, is it, does it work the same? Like, if your dad has to handle your shit for you, does that fuck you up? Or was it not like that?
4: Yeah, no, nah, of course. You're not supposed to call, you're not supposed to call any, like, you supposed right. to handle everything on your own, um, <laughs> straight up.
1: Did you try to tell your dad that? Like, hey, man.
4: Nah, it, it wasn't even, like, it, it's not. He got choked it, 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 it comes to this point, it comes to this point where it's, like, I'm not going to, you're not, you're not supposed to walk out there in the middle of the street like it's the Wild West and, and, and ask the two people politely to come out. you you know. Wait, man. Stop to talking to you, in code, brother. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Just tell just us tell what happened,
0: bro. You got to
2: tell what happened, man. How many people beat him up? How many people beat him
4: hey, up? tell He can't. He can't tell me. He can't tell you guys. I'll tell you what happened. What? Hey, you, can't meet, like. Yeah, I got. I was walking home one day and people pulled up in the car, you know, asked me where I'm from, you know, whatever, this and that. Hey, one person got a little scuffle, the next person comes out and the car- you got jumped. Socks me on the side, you know, socks me. How many me, like, people kicked your ass at it, it was day? Hey. It was two people.
2: Two
1: people. Yeah, okay. they, you know, I was
4: two. two people.
1: Were they older than you?
4: Yeah, they were older than me. Oh, right. okay. They were older than All me.
1: right. So that makes All a little right. more sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
4: At the end of the day, though, it's not no rules. It doesn't matter if that, if I call my dad or if people- all
3: right, he just got me to tell me that he got jumped. So this incident happened. That's how he did to tell me, and then that's how he needed to tell me. Right, I, and right, uh, right. From where 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 I come from, from where Lex comes from, it's a uh, it's uh, when something like that happens, it's go time. You know what I mean? You got to you got what, what do you, you, you do,
1: do, dude? Do you, do you see red instantly? Or, or oh man. You,
3: I, 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 you know, it's like you, man. Chumana, you know, you got a, you got a, you got a son. Somebody beats up your son, and they call you, and, and I know can tell if it's a kid thing. You know, let, yeah. If, if it's, it's like it's a one-on-one, one on one, you know. Man. Yeah. At the time, he was he was a little bit younger, and he got jumped by some some rival gang, and so he told me, hey, you know what? I just got down with these fools. They jumped me, and this and that. I said, all right, where, where you at? I'm on my way, and so there's no questions asked. You know, and luckily, like I say, I told him, I got the description. Let's go look for these dudes, and we we're driving around looking for these dudes, and. Uh, Man, God was on their side that day, cause uh, and God was on my side because right. I, we, and then I, and What not, would you have done to those dudes? Man, hey man to, yeah. you don't even
0: want
2: to answer that.
3: Question. <laughs> yeah. Well, it didn't happen. So in theory, well, I'm just gonna pull up and handle my business, man, and, and yeah. let them know like, hey, you guys fucked up on this one, and uh, and, uh, and, uh, and get my money. You no, know? <laughs> no. Let me ask you a different question, <laughs> Take the Chris, because
1: there's a lot of dudes that got dads. Let me let me let me, let me bring you into the real world, uh, Chris. There's a lot of dudes that got dads that when they come home and they go, hey, I got my ass kicked, those dads are too chicken shit to actually do anything. They're like, well, you know, life's ups and life's downs. Do you, on some level, do you have a feeling of pride that you got the kind of dad that's like, let's go fucking handle this right now? It wasn't even a question. Do you feel that or no?
4: It's definitely, it's definitely that element, you know, but at the same time, it's like you just said, my cousin, rest in peace, you know, passed away back in 2012. We had always... People, my dad, cousins, you know, I'm a family pretty much from the hood. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you got beat up, you know, once or twice. You're not you know, like. That's part of it. I, I, it's part of it. But. At the end of the day, they told him like. Hey, damn, my bad. You know, I know these people were your cousins and like and that kind of shit. But like, you're not supposed to be you're not supposed to be telling anybody that. I mean. You you might feel more pride going out like on your own, to be honest. Right.
1: Do you feel like your dad was too much too much of a protector for you? Like, do you feel like he was around too much? You feel like you live in his shadow?
4: Nah, um, nah. There, there's been times like, of course, it definitely helps to, um, you know, ha- have this have this history, have this weight, and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like I, I've had to go through my own little things and this and that. But nah, I mean, it definitely doesn't hurt to, to you know be, be like.
3: He gets a pass, man, because of, 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 of the history in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, I'm proud real. that I know you crank. I'm going to keep like, it real, I, I, man. He gets I'm, a pass. And it's not only me. It's not only me. I'm going to keep it real with you. I got cousins from my neighborhood. Uh, wicked, clever. I got another older cousin. Who yeah, not that's a, what I was trying I to a, say, too. I got a... Uh, you know what I mean? And I got... and I'm going to be real with you, man. My cousins, uh, you know, they, they've done their fresh air of dirt, you know? And uh, so... He gets he definitely gets a a big pass, man. You know? That but you know, I got a but, question but, about that. But he but he he's done his thing too, you know what I mean? I can't take that away from him. You know, he's 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 made a name for himself.
1: Dude, you know? he pulled a knife on the
3: fucking great cranks. That takes a lot of balls. Hey, and you know when I, he pulled that knife out, I told him, man, <laughs> man I wasn't in my state of mind that day and I told him, you know what, do me a fucking favor, man, and, t- and do what you gotta do, man. Did <laughs> you
1: stab your dad, dude? No. I don't even remember this. <laughs> but
0: I got a question because I got a question. And, I, and this question is not only for for you, Cranks, but, or for you, Anthony, but because I've heard my son even say stuff like that. And that's like, do you feel at some point in time that this shadow of your dad, you needed to get out and make your own life? Like you want to get out from under this shadow.
4: I mean, I think that's, um, that's definitely why like, Gotta keep making all this music and all that kind of stuff. And doing you? Yeah, doing me. I mean, and like. And it looks different. No, at the end of the day, I mean. I feel like I've been doing that, you know, this whole shadow kind of thing is like. You know, maybe it feels just my dad, like you're saying, maybe it's just my dad and this and that, but. um, It's more than that. It's more than that. I mean, it's more than that, like, um, man, I've had. I've had this little. I've had. I've known, like, this pretty much the Life that I've known since like I was born, so it's like, man, I got my own shadow to like, my, I got my own shadow to feel, I got my own, yeah, of feel. course. So like, yeah, and, and even that's that's more important to me. Like, of course. Th- that's more what people are looking at. More people aren't looking like, oh, that's Crank's son, you know, he got to do right. this, do that, right. so They're looking right. at me like, that's, of course, yeah, that, that, man, that's, that's the of course. homie from, or that's the homie that he's b- made b- a b- b- name b- from, right. from, right? Right, that's right, that's the homie right. from who Black it's right? That's the homie from that, that's. That's little homie that's been right down the block since we were a little kid, or you know that that I seen him grow up. So it's like people expect, like.
0: But did you have it in your head, like I don't, I want to be my own man. I don't want that. It's there, but yeah, I, I, I need yeah. to, I need to carve out my own piece of life.
4: And let me tell you, like that's what I'm going to school for, and that's like all that kind of stuff. But um, and we I'd be sitting here lying if you know if I didn't tell you that the struggle is not like. If the struggle's not always there, you know, to, to break out of like this whole little mold that's, right, know, that's right, 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 right. Craigs.
1: Like um, like about a month ago. Yes. Maybe it was, down at the Pico Youth Center. Yes. Uh you want you introduced me to your son and you said, Correct. Why don't you talk to him about school? Why did you do that?
3: Um, in my family, man, I'm the I'm the black sheep of the family, man. I got sisters that I got a sister that's a lawyer, I got another sister a social worker, I got a a brother he's he went to the service i got a i got cousins that are doctors i got other family members that are school you know um the reason why i told you is because uh they've told them stuff you know they've told them stuff and i don't think he bothers listen to other, to people in the house you know what i mean mm. and um the reason why i told you is because i'm looking at you as a successful lawyer as somebody that's right here with us and how do i look like it, it goes back to, to back then, too, man. How do I look like telling this kid not to be gangbanging and not to be doing this, not to be doing that? If I'm, if I, I'm not a lawyer, bro. I, don't, I never went to UCLA. I never went to any kind of school. I can't tell him. What, I, like I said, I barely finished high school. I, I, I didn't even finish high school. I got kicked out of every school in Santa Monica, man, since the fifth grade. How do I look like telling this kid, hey, man, you got to go to school? You got, I don't know nothing about school. You know what I mean? I you know really what, don't.
1: man? To me, that when I hear you say it like that, to me, that takes real courage. Because you are recognizing, like, okay, I got a deficit in a certain area, and I don't have the necessarily the credibility to tell him. I want him to do better than I did, and I can't tell him because I didn't do it myself. So I'm going to go to somebody else and say, hey, and a lot of men won't do shit like that. And so, Chris, like, when you hear your dad say that, like, do you feel what, what comes up for you?
4: I mean, I, I've been thinking this at the end of the day, like, we're from the west side, you know. So it's like, I think, like that, that that right there is just a blessing on its own. So it's like, man, I have I have this kind of structure, you know, like this kind of, not even just for my family, you know, like we come, from, you know, we come from from like a little neighborhood and this and that. But since I was a little kid, man, I, I was I was able to read. When my dad got shot, I, I got I got. I got those, you know, those therapy sessions and all that kind of hold stuff. Hold on a so second, stuff.
3: stop, stop right there, yeah. stop. Hold on, hold, hold let on, me tell you hold on. something the real quick. You want another thing too? What I told you to talk to him because I know that my credibility has been shot out in certain areas. Right. And I, I, today I can accept that responsibility.
1: That's why I'm saying it takes courage. I think that that's a brave, yes. that's a that's a courageous thing to be like. Uh, I want. I know I can't say it in and, that, so no. I'm gonna ask somebody for
3: help. And I'm working on my credibility today to 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 reestablish that relationship with my son. You know what I mean? Uh, But I know I did a lot of wrong too, you know, Um, I'm keeping real with you. sure he's seen he's seen shit that he's not supposed to see. He and I didn't show him anything good, man, you know what I mean? I, I showed him how to just have his word and to be to be down for for a cause that wasn't even a real cause man.
1: That's so interesting. Let me ask you this, Chris, for real. Like just as a man, just as a human being. Okay? Take off the take off the clothes, take off the fucking armor, take off the fucking identity. What's it like for a young kid when your dad gets shot? What do you go through?
3: What's up all? This is Sound Guy Sean. This was a four hour episode that we're breaking into two parts. So join us next week as we get into part two of the Fathers and Sons show. Thanks for listening and adios, 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 adios.